Connecting your team to the largest community of technology-minded leaders from tribes across the country. Welcome to the Tribal Hub Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Tribal Hub Podcast. Michelle here with the Tribal Hub team, and we are um, at the TribalNet Conference in Reno. And I'm sitting down today with James Beal, the Director of Leadership and Talent Development with the Kalispiel Tribe um, in Washington. James was a part of a panel for our Leadership in an Automated World Enhancement, Not Replacement session here at TribalNet this morning. So, James, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Um, Before we begin, can you give our listeners just a little bit of background um, on yourself, um, introduction, and then maybe the tribe that you work for? Yeah. So as you shared, my, my title, uh, Director of Leadership and Talent Development, essentially in the organization, I'm the training guy. I have a, a team of about eight uh, learning and development professionals, and our goal is to try to uh, make our organization a better place mm-hmm. uh, and help people reach their potential. Uh, I've worked for the Kalispell Tribe in Northern Quest for 12 years now um, in various operational roles and then moving over into training uh, about eight years ago and uh, have had a wonderful opportunity to kind of learn and grow and uh, help the tribe uh, do their best. Awesome. Where, where are you located at, like in relation to maybe like Seattle? I know where that's at. <laughs> uh, so we are Eastern Washington. Okay. Uh, Spokane, Washington is where the tribe is real close to the Idaho border. Okay, yeah. Space. But uh, yeah, so Spokane, um, we have a hotel and casino at Northern Quest and about 2,000 employees. Okay, yeah. great. So pretty big, pretty big facility. In your session today, you talked about how leaders within tribal organizations need to get ready and prepare themselves and more importantly, almost their team for success in an automated workforce. And, you know, we hear the term automated workforce a lot. What, what does that mean? Great question. And I think it's, uh, it's one of those rising buzzwords for sure. Uh, change, automation, innovation, technology, automation. And Steve said it really well in our session. It's doing less to get more done. Uh, and it's to enhance our, our workforce, not, not replace. And I think that's where a lot of conversation goes when we think of automation. Uh, But like you said, it can be anywhere from software changes uh, and enhancements to throwing a robot into one of your venues. And uh, both of those have different impacts on your organization if it's not done correctly. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we spoke about that in our session today, and it seemed very uh, evident that others are are seeing that there's major impacts in organization if you don't do it correctly. So, um, yeah. Well, I would think too, you know, like with your role working more on the HR side of things, you know, making sure you're explaining that to your team. It's like I was telling you beforehand, you know, with if an employee doesn't really understand what that means, they're going to be immediately, since it's, you know, a huge change, they're going to be against it and not want to even like learn what it's, you know, is it going to replace me? Is it going to do this? What, it, you know, what is happening? So to really have that, you know, communication and back and forth with your team has got to be key yeah. to making it successful. Absolutely. Communication, again, it's, it's such a broad topic, mm-hmm. uh, but it looks very different. It's in a very much a, a culture thing as well. Uh, if you're going to be enacting a change that is going to have large ripple effects, uh, an executive memo uh, or a need to know in email that goes out to your workforce is just not enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will begin to write their own stories if you don't provide enough information to them. Uh, again, we'll use the example of throwing in a, a robot into a, a restaurant. Uh, if you aren't effectively communicating that out beyond even that scope of that restaurant, the mm-hmm. rest of your organization is going to start writing stories like, well, are they going to bring in a robot to replace my right. table 
names dealers or mm-hmm. my cleaning crew or my cage cashier. And uh, it's a leader's role to uh, share the why, the impact, and uh, kind of your rollout for, for what that, that change is going to, to bring to the organization. And again, more language around enhancements and it's going to allow you to do more with less is super, uh, super impactful and important in those communication lines. Yeah, for sure. In your session, did you see a lot of the attendees, you know, were they looking for suggestions, strategies, how to make this happen within the organization? I very much think we had a mixed group in our session. I, I, I checked in with a few people before the session started and even after and really got the feeling that there's a lot of new leaders in their roles. Uh, one individual came and talked to me and said, I, I've been uh, an IT manager for a year and I really appreciate what you said. And, and what I took from him was just he's looking for answers on how to be better for the team he's leading so mm-hmm. that uh, the change he's enacting isn't alienating his team. It's uh, done in a healthy way. And uh, I, I think people are always looking for ways to be better supportive of their teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also got the vibe that our group uh, has done a lot of really great work with all of the pre-work within change and bringing in uh, automation, the the analytics and the performas and, and all of that. And all of that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where I come in is how do we connect that information and the people who are decision makers with the people who are impacted most by that change. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that the group here today was asking a lot of questions like that. Yeah. Uh, we, we did all the right things. We did all the research. We did everything that we needed to, but it, it, it didn't work. And why? And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of really great conversation around that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, taking that extra step to make that communication point to your team to reassure them that this is going to help you. It's going to improve business. That That is key, I would think, to making this making this work. That is the bare minimum uh, of entry into uh, change management and innovation mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, if a tribe were to ask you, you know, the top two things I need to do to make an automated workforce a priority and start bringing, you know, different automation pieces within to the tribe, what would you say? Uh, so if you want your workforce to walk off the job, insert seven robots into your food and beverage venue without telling any of them, and you'll, you'll see the, the ripples of the that. The results, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two things that uh, I think every tribe should should be thinking about and, and taking action on. Uh, my viewpoint is going to be from the perspective that all of the, the work has been done, the financial performa analysis, all of that stuff is already happened and it makes sense for this thing to move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, first step would be do not use your your team members as guinea pigs just to give it a good old try. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to do all of that, that pre-work. So assuming that all of that's been done, uh, two things uh, that I incorporated within our organization managing change reactions. It's different than change management. It's uh, it's thinking very intentionally and purposely about the teams that you are uh, going to be sharing a change with or innovation mm-hmm. or, or automation uh, and beginning to think about your players on your team and where they're at and how they uh, accept or don't accept change. Mm-hmm. And if you have a group of people that you know that it doesn't matter what it is, that the change is going to negatively impact them in some way, uh, you need to go and talk with them. You need mm-hmm. to have a one-on-one one conversation with them before it's shared out to the masses. Right. Uh, and it's not to convert them to be a major cheerleader for this change, but it's to give them a heads up and give them an opportunity to think through, uh, give them 
opportunity to share their story before they go out and just share their story with the rest of the group that uh, mm-hmm. uh, may be going through this change. The last thing you want is a detractor or somebody who isn't accepting of this change to uh, control the narrative of what's happening, such mm-hmm. as uh, this robot's replacing our job. Right. This software is going to replace all of us. AI is coming. Watch out. Don't give it a name. That's humanizing it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you have to talk with those individuals in a one-on-one personal setting and talk through them, ask great questions, do good human things in order mm-hmm. to uh, get their story. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first one is, is managing change reactions um, across the continuum, your detractors, your people who are silent and neutral about change and your cheerleaders. Uh, mm-hmm. Just being very intentional about having conversations with them at the appropriate places. Yeah. Uh, the second thing uh, is in any change management process, and it could be very formalized, it could be very informal, just conversational, somebody in the organization, anybody needs to own the employee voice as part of that that conversation. Uh, and when I say employee voice, uh, I am speaking to how uh, how is your team going to feel about it and making mm-hmm. sure that uh, a few of those notes are up on the whiteboard as you're brainstorming. Uh, we're going to bring in this software. Okay, well, what is our team going to perceive is, is happening when we introduce this? Mm-hmm. What is it that we need to share with them? Uh, what's the story that uh, is the truth, but the story that we're going to be sharing uh, with them so that uh, this all goes goes well. You know? mm-hmm. uh, the employee voice is somebody. It doesn't doesn't have to be uh, your executive presence. It doesn't have to be your IT person. It doesn't have to be an HR person. You don't have to pick somebody off the, the gaming floor and say, you're going to be our employee voice, speak for everybody. But somebody needs to be at the table that can say, uh, I think we're forgetting about the perception and perspective of our workforce and how mm-hmm. this is going to change their day-to-day. Yeah. Um, so those are my two things, change reactions and and an employee voice. Yeah. Where have you seen automation begin within a facility? Is there a certain spot? I know restaurants always seems to be like one, you know, I've seen the bartenders even here, you see the little security Mm -hmm. guy. Are those kind of a normal spot to start adding these automations in? So we actually kind of pulled the the group today and asked how many of you are actively pursuing robots on the floor. And Mm -hmm. and there was a a few, I would definitely say less than 10% of people were actively moving towards robots. Okay. Uh, But software. I think software is a big piece. Uh, A lot of the questions today were around how do we stop killing trees and move into automating some of these processes so that uh, we no longer have to use interoffice envelopes and we can, (laughs) uh, you know, or just filling up people's inboxes with their email. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a product that's out there. And uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of really fantastic softwares out there. Uh, It's finding the right one that's going to pair with you, that's Mm -hmm. going to uh, really meet the needs and not necessarily have all of the other bells and whistles that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think a lot of uh, tribes and what I've been seeing is people moving into some of those automation pieces. Uh, what you'll see is uh, time-saving, money-saving efficiencies and uh, a decrease in errors, things like that. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is, our, uh, in my perspective, in our organization, it's our getting our operators to see the value and breaking away from the, well, we've always done it this way. Right. I can just email and send this out to everybody and somebody will pick it up and run with it versus I insert my information in this area and I have to trust that it's going to go to the place that it needs to go and it's going to be uh, it's going to be more efficient it's going to be uh, timely it's going to allow me to see the roadmap of where my information is going Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think a lot of people are moving in that direction robots are shiny and fun and Mm -hmm. it's definitely a head turner for our guests but I uh, the automation I think is is where we're seeing a lot of people uh, move towards 
Awesome. So where do you see automation in like 15 years? Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, so in my world within the training and development, there's there's a lot of AI uh, performance management. There's a lot of softwares out there that are supporting leaders within uh, AI, such as, you know, here is uh, here's this performance review you just provided a, uh, a team member. Uh, in this performance review, it sounded like you were negative when you said these things. It, uh, uh, maybe you should consider doing these things or you were inconsistent in your tone. Or in, in, There's a lot of AI things that are happening hmm. uh, in the e-learning world. There's a lot of AI happening where you can do kind of quick turn trainings and things like that. So that, that's my world. Interesting. Uh, my hope for uh, change within more global tribes is that uh, people see whatever the change is, is that it's supporting them and being a better version of themselves and not uh, uh, something that's trying to roadblock them from their growth and their opportunities. People's roles are going to look different five years, 10 years, 15 years from now. Mm -hmm. And they are going to have different titles and different bullets within their job description. Uh, And that's because automation and technologies allowed them to grow beyond just the data entry and the, um, you know, kind of the the bare bones of what they do on a day to day. It's going to allow them to be more more uh, free within their role. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited for to yeah. see how tribes embrace that. And I, I yeah. feel my tribe is, uh, and the Kalispell tribe is doing great things in that area. Uh, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great. Final question. How has your tribal net experience been? Is this the first time you've been here? Have you been here before? I know you're a writer with our magazine, but have you attended a conference before? I have never been to this conference, okay. uh, but it's been super uh, just... Uh, inspiring. There's some really great speakers in here. An honor to be a part of that that group to get an mm-hmm. opportunity to speak as well. Uh, the people around, I was at the meet and greet last night okay. and some IT people, they know how to party like some HR people know how to party. <laughs> yes. uh, and so it was it was a really great event, getting, getting to see a lot of uh, other tribes, similar situations, going through similar things. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to bounce ideas and pick people's brains and get yeah. to see people that uh, you've maybe only ever emailed with mm-hmm. uh, or been on a, a Teams or Zoom call with. So it, it's it's uh, really nice to be uh, on property, uh, boots on the ground with other people that uh, care about the same things that I do. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. This yeah. was great. Have a good one. You too. For more information on today's podcast, just click on the show notes. If you have a story to share or a topic you'd like to see us cover, reach out to our team on LinkedIn or via email at contactus at tribalhub.com. See you soon.